Hello, hello, hello. Um, hope everybody's doing good. I'm doing good. And how do I sound? Crystal clear? Yeah, I do. Um, so if you can't tell, I actually purchased a really good mic because I felt <laughs> I felt so stupid. Um when I'm in stupid, it was just like very bad. <laughs> the way I was previously recording. So now I was like, I'll take the extra step to um to make sure that it sounds clear and better. Cause my friendship episode, I'm gonna redo that one because I just didn't like how you can like hear like the like static and the wind like every five seconds because of the way I was recording. But I have a better mic now, so it should sound way better. And yeah. So Today we're going to get into one of my most, one of my favorite um, topics to talk about is self-worth. Oh my God, self-worth, worth, worth, oh my God, worth, worth, self-worth. I hope I'm saying that right. It's really hurting my brain. But um, <clears throat> this is something that is necessary in all aspects of your life and you need self you need to have a high self-esteem and you need to know what you're worth because so many like business opportunities relationships friendships and just governing yourself throughout life you're going to need a high self-worth because people are going to try and play you every day Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. So you need to make sure that you're really making sure that you're okay and that people are treating you how they should, as they should. And I did not always have such of a high self-worth that I have now. Um, I'm saying that word wrong, and it's going to bother me this entire time that I'm recording, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, um since middle school high school it wasn't until i got to college that i was relentlessly bullied 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 whether it was for my sexuality whether it's for me having acne the clothes i would wear to school how i would talk um just every everything you can pick Everything that you could think of, somebody has something to say about it. And it messed up my self-worth bad. Bad to the bone, bad to the bone, bad to the bone. And it was honestly terrible. <laughs> it was genuinely terrible. Um, It was not a good time for me at all. But I digress. Um. <clears throat> It wasn't until, let me think, middle school, I just didn't like who I was. Like, I I didn't. I I was constantly bullied, and it was bad. It was when my acne just started, like, getting bad. It started, I was good sixth grade. I think seventh grade came, and the pimples just started coming hard, hard. And it was a mixture of hormonal and cystic acne. And um, I'm not going to dwell on this too much because this is going to be a different <laughs> time. But yeah, 
people just bully me bad. And it was to a certain point, I used to have like acne, like all up on my lips. This girl started a rumor about me having herpes. Like, OMG. Like, that's so messed up. And I never felt so bad about myself. Like, never felt so bad. And it was just like such of a time for me. <laughs> because it, I'm laughing about it now. But it really was not a good time for me. And um, and I didn't have a lot of money growing up. It wasn't until 2019 when um, when my stepdad, or as I call him, dad, um, it wasn't until he came to my life, and um, you know, he just started living with me, and he was able to you know, worked with my mom and we started living a, um, a way, 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 way better life, way better life. And I thank him for that all the time. But, um, yeah. So middle school is just terrible. I hope I didn't just leave off somewhere bad, but yeah, middle school is just terrible. And, um, high school, <sighs> high school was bad. It it was good in certain parts, but I met a lot of people who I thought were friends who just didn't genuinely like me. And then at the school that I went to, it was in an area where like there was a lot of people that um whose like families had like a lot of money. And so I was not one of those people. So to go somewhere where there was people all around you that had this, that had that and to not have it was really bad. Uh, it was really bad. But like I said, I wouldn't change a thing because that's what makes me the person I am today. But also, it was not a fun time at all. But back to the story at hand. So yeah, bullied in middle school, bullied in high school. <clears throat> and then... COVID happened junior year, so we left early. During COVID, I was chilling. Oh, oh, one more thing. I used to work at a very toxic environment. Um, I worked at Old Navy. Yeah, 50% off. <laughs> um, but I worked at Old Navy, and I never noticed how bad it was until I left. Yo, the people there were so mean to me for no reason. I remember the first day I started training, mind you, I never folded laundry a day in my life. My mommy always did it for me. So the day I went to go um work, she my manager wanted me to fold clothes. And so I'm trying and I'm I'm literally trying my hardest. And she's showing me, she's like, Hey, do this, do that. And she's like getting an attitude and like doing all this extra stuff. So then she was like, Okay, I'm just gonna have you fold jeans. I was like, Okay. And then she was like, he can't fold jeans. And I I didn't think nothing of it. I thought she was just, I didn't think like she was like really pressed about it. Come to find out, she, when she would go into like the back, she was talking about me bad. She was like, mind you, a 40 year old woman was talking about me behind my back. Talking about some, oh my God, he don't know how to fold clothes. Like, how is he going to work out with Navy? He can't fold clothes. Like, how can you not fold clothes? Like, 
what is wrong with you like and she was literally talking so bad about me and mind you i'm only like 15 16 at this point and i think i was 16 i was 16 at this point and i'm growing into a young man and um i work with a lot of high school students and um around this time i was like a sophomore junior and i think they were like all like seniors juniors and no they were all seniors and the people that used to just talk so bad about me i'll never forget this day and we were all sitting we were all sitting at the front and um and okay sorry i'm trying to get my stuff together and we were all sitting at the front and where my friends at old navy we was talking and she was like um she was genuinely just asking she was like do you wash your face but she said it loud i didn't know if she was joking i don't know she said she was i don't know if she was joking but there's like 15 people up front when i tell you everybody laughed started dying laughing even the manager the is the same 40 year old woman who was smoking cigarettes she yo they were all laughing at me and i never felt so bad about myself because it's like like what is wrong with y'all like what is wrong with y'all like what like what's the problem like who hurt y'all that bad and like it's honestly just so sad it's honestly so sad because like why are we uh i don't want to get into it because i could have called hr on them so many times so many times but like i said i digress it's not that serious to me i don't care that much anymore but for people to just do that to me is like it's so sad because it's like why what do you gain from that and from that point on that was really where i was like i gotta do something for myself and to better myself in all aspects so the first thing i was okay let's go to a dermatologist let's get this acne figured out so then you know i go deal with the acne and stuff and skin starts clearing up and then i as my acne started to progress and start to clear up i started to feel you know better about myself and i don't think it was the fact that i was i'm not gonna say ugly not attractive i don't think anybody's ugly but it wasn't the fact that i wasn't attractive it was just the simple fact that i guess it was just the acne that people just really didn't like and mind you if you're listening everybody has acne no matter what kind of acne you have you do not have to do anything just so that other people are satisfied with the way that you look if you want to go ahead and take Accutane and do this and do that do it but do it for the right reasons and don't do it just because people are telling you to do it people are saying yeah you should do that because you look blah 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 No, you do it because you want to. You do it because it makes you feel better. You don't do it for anybody else, no matter what. And so 
Accutane was another thing, but we'll get into that another time. And so as my skin started clearing up, I started to feel more, I started to feel better about myself. I started to feel like I could feel my self-esteem, my self-worth rising. And just, I felt like I was at Old Navy and I was just like, what am I doing here surrounded by all these people that don't like me like what is wrong with me like why am I here and I was just like it's time for me to leave so then um I think this when was this when was this um I think this was senior year that I left I think so I think so I think so girl but yeah, I think it was like senior year that I left. And so I was like, yeah, no problem. Let's get out of here. So I left from Old Navy and I went to Target. I got paid like $5 more and I was still on Accutane. I think I was at the fifth or fourth mark. I think I was at five or fourth mark. And so my skin was starting to clear up. I did still have like a lot of scars and stuff like that. But it did start to clear up a lot. And then working at Target was great. I got to um I got to make a lot of money for the age job it was. And um jobs is gonna be a whole nother episode, but um yeah, I got to make more money and I was able to progress in a way that was different. Um, Target is, it's a place. We'll, exactly. We'll work on jobs another day. But Target did give me the opportunity to start being able to buy more stuff, buy more clothes, buy, buy things that I wanted. Because before I couldn't just go out and buy clothes that were my style or, or anything like that. My parents, my grandma, my sister would buy clothes for me and I would just have to wear it. I didn't really get a choice in what I wanted to wear for real. It was up to them. They had the money, so I had to wear what they wanted. And I wasn't really, mind you, at this time, I'm in the closet. I didn't come out until last year. So um, there were certain things that were labeled as gay and homosexual and I just wasn't able to wear that because I'm supposed to be a straight man. So it was just like, why would you wear that kind of stuff if you're straight, if that makes sense? And I wasn't ready to come out. So I was just like, okay, I'll just wear whatever you guys tell me. And that did not help me at all because it, it, well, Back to Target. Target did help me because I was able to start buying the clothes that I wanted and stuff like that. So instantly, my self-worth just started to increase, 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 increase. And it's like day by day, I just started to realizing what I deserve, what I need. And I'm not settling for nothing. You think I'm a settle? You think I'm going to go around and settle? No. I'm worth way too much to settle for anything, for anything. 
And it's like, I know what I deserve. I know what I want. I know what I need. So therefore, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. No matter what. I just realized this episode is coming out late. I was waiting for my mic to come in. And yeah, sorry. But yeah, what what do I look like settling? I know what I deserve. I know what I need. And yeah. I just would never settle. Never. And one topic of settling that I really want to touch on is first let's get into friendships. If you have people in your life that are make you feel bad, that are make you feel terrible about yourself, why do you want to be friends with them? Like that's a genuine question. Why do you want to be friends with people that don't genuinely like you? And I've been through this experience. I've lived it. Um, Sophomore year, I was, I'm not going to say names now because y'all be, <laughs> I'm not going to say names, but um, I was in a group, not even a group, but. We called it the Vlog Squad. And, oh my God, that's so cringy. I didn't come up with it, okay? Period. Just let y'all know. But it was me, one of my besties for the resties, and these two other girls. And I will never forget this because this hurt me bad. This hurt me so fucking bad. Um, Mind you, I've never been to a party at this point. This is sophomore year. And... I didn't want to do anything because I was scared. Like, for my entire life, I was bullied. So why would I want to go out with people that I'm I'm scared? But this time, it was my friend's party. So I was like, okay, let's go. So, um, so it was the girls from the vlog squad. And it was me and my bestie very rusty. So I was like, yeah, let's go. It'll be fun. So... When I first got there, we ran on back, and you could tell it was kind of off, because I would go and try to talk to the people I thought were my friends, and it's just like they didn't want to talk to me. Now, obviously, my best for the rest is there, so we could chilling, but it just felt like the girls didn't want to talk to me, like I wasn't meant to be there, but it's like they wanted my friend, we're going to call him... <sighs> We're going to call him Galapagos. No, <laughs> we're going to call him Bartholomew. They wanted Bartholomew to be there, but the, it was like they didn't want me to be there. And that's the problem. And mind you, we were young. I don't hold anything against anybody. I never will. I never, I just don't do that. I'm not that type of person, but people should definitely take responsibility for the things that they do. And there's and, um responsibility for the stuff that they say. And so we're at this party, and I was just like, I, could, I felt out of place at first. Well, no, at first I was good. For the first, like, hour, no, for the first, like, two hours, I was good. It was 8 o'clock. Um, Bartholomew had to be home by 10. We drove there together. So I wanted to leave at 10. I tell my parents 10. My parents decided, oh, he's having, he's going to be having fun, so we'll pick him up at 12. No, pick me up at the time that I say, at 10. 
don't pick me up later. Pick me up at 10. So 10 o'clock comes. My friend leaves. And I'm sitting there. And I'm just like, I don't know anybody here. And there was people that I knew. But, like, I wasn't close with them. And they were, like, people that I don't think really liked me. And then the two girls that I went, they left me. And it was me all alone. And I was sitting on a couch outside. And I was just sitting by myself while people around me were drinking, making out, and having fun. So it got to a point where I was just like, if you didn't want me here, why didn't you just say that? Because I'm not going to, that's the biggest thing for me. If you do not want me, just say that. I know myself well enough to be like, it's okay. I know what I deserve. I know what I need. But for you to lie... And to make it seem like you do care or like you do want to have a friendship, you do want to have a relationship, that's fucked up. Like that's genuinely so rude, so mean. And it's just like I want to be able to have friends. I want to be able to have relationships. But it's like when people are constantly lying to you, telling you that they care about you, then they don't. That's the worst pain in the world. And I didn't even get to the worst part yet. So I'm sitting here by myself at this party. And I'm texting, calling my mom. My phone dies. So now if they come, I won't know. If if they pull up, I won't know. So I'm praying. I'm like, okay, mom, where are you? Okay, mom, where are you? And for, and that, that was, that was for about an hour that I was sitting by myself doing nothing. And this isn't even the worst part. Um, so, sorry, <laughs> um. A little emotional, just a little bit, not a not a big part. Um. So my mom picks me up. It was my mom, and her boyfriend at the time. So they pick me up or whatever, and I said, "Oh, you have fun. Oh, I, I better not smell any alcohol on you. I better not smell no nothing on you or whatever." And. And I'm laughing because I'm like, ha ha, you're not going to smell that on me. Ha ha. Like, no, I don't do that. But in my head, I was like, even if I wanted to, I wouldn't have been given a chance to. Nobody cared about me to want to do anything like that. Nobody cared about me to genuinely want to have a conversation. Nobody cared. That's like, it's not like I need somebody to too because like I'm my own person I know myself but it's like it's so rude for people to just disregard the life of a human being just just because they have to hold up this reputation or because you don't look a certain way or because you don't act a certain way that 
you're seemingly invisible like you don't matter and so um and so yeah I went home sad very sad so come to find out I was only invited to the Halloween party because Bartholomew was my friend and they knew that Bartholomew would have went if I went and so they felt like they had to invite me because they were going to invite Bartholomew. So they didn't even really want me to come. They just wanted me to come just because they could. And okay, another another part of the party that I forgot. Basically, they wanted to do like a um I guess like a rap battle and I wanted to do it like for fun stuff like that and but like I didn't want to um make like a whole thing so my friends were like do it do it it'll be fun be fun be fun but in the back of my head I was like no please please do not make me do this because people are going to be mean to me people are going to talk about me and it's not going to be fun it's going to be rude. It's going to be hurtful. So, of course, I did it. I felt like I had to. So, I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. So, um, we're doing good whatever. And um, I'm up against this boy or whatever. And it was a football player. And, of course, he felt like he had to prove something. He felt like he had to do something. He felt like. It was something he had to do. So, um, I did not want to do it at all. But my friends were like, do it, do it, do it, do it. So, um, we're going to make this battle. And I'm just joking around like, oh, I don't remember what we were talking about. But then, I guess I hurt his feelings or something. And, mind you, I did. I don't think I said anything rude. But, he just started talking about me. And... Pointing at the clothes I'm wearing, pointing at the way that I look, and just picking me apart. And when, when, um, when he was making fun of me, everybody at the party were laughing. They were laughing because I looked like this, or because of the clothes that I was wearing, or because of who I was as a person and I'm just sitting there and I'm like like what did I do to y'all what did I do to y'all that made y'all feel like oh let's make fun of him let's laugh at him he, he it doesn't matter he doesn't have emotion he doesn't care about anything he'll be okay he'll be fine but no and instead you attack me and you ridicule me because of things that I can't control and so fast forward back to when I found out that I wasn't really supposed to be invited. That hurt bad. I was just like, these are people that I considered my best friends at the time and people who I really valued. And y'all are sitting here talking behind my back and 
not even really caring about me just because y'all felt like y'all had y'all needed me to be there and that was one of the most fucked up things that i could ever experience we're gonna move on from that um because that's yeah that was a terrible time and so after that my whole ideology of parties changed for good i went to a few more that were terrible but again that's gonna be a separate episode and so after that my self-worth plummeted it plummeted down bad because i felt so bad about myself i was like yo maybe you're really nothing maybe you don't matter maybe like just maybe nothing care like nothing matters and maybe you're just a bad person maybe you're just a terrible person that was the ideology that I started to have because I was like, if all these people are saying these bad things about me, maybe it's true. Maybe they're right. Like, there's no way that they could be saying all these things and they're lying. Like, that's not that's not how this works. Like, come on. And so my self-worth plummeted. But when lockdowns happen... So fast forward to 2021, the party happened in 2019, I think. And this is 2020, 20, no, this is 2020, like late 2019, early 2020, I think, when a lock, whenever lockdown happened, lockdown was a blessed time for me. My skin started clearing up. Um, I started to feel better about who I was as a person, who I was at all. And I started to feel way better about myself. My self-worth was high as hell. I never felt so good about myself ever. And what really contributed to it is I started, like, reading books. I started going on this mindfulness path. I started researching psychological ideals. I started going to therapy and I started to really work on myself to make sure that I never feel this way and so that I have boundaries set in place another episode boundaries set in place to where I feel good I feel whole I feel as to where nobody could stop me and I'm trying to remember the things that I did um I remember I started journaling a lot Excuse me. Um, I started journaling a lot, and journaling was a perfect way for me to get out all of the ways that I feel and get out um, just the feelings, man. Just how I felt, and I started to have a close group of friends, um, my besties for the resties, and there was a um, another girl. We're gonna name her Goya. And so it was my bestie for the resties, Bartholomew. Oh, wait. I didn't name my other bestie for the restie. So we're going to say Bartholomew. Um, Disco. It was Bartholomew, Disco. Those are the two boys. And then Goya. Goya was the girl. So we started to become very close friends. And 
they really helped me a lot to be able to stand up for myself and to be able to like feel comfort around people to where I wasn't scared of them. I I genuinely felt free with them. I felt open. And during quarantine and lockdown, I was able to just spend my time with them. Like there was a period of time where there wasn't even any school. Like <laughs> we were just at home and I really got to just relax, chill and be one with my friends. And it was honestly amazing. I'll never take that time for granted. And I was able to work on myself. And I'm really thankful for them. <laughs> I'm really thankful for Bartholomew and did I say disco? I think I said disco. I think I said disco. I think we're going to say disco from here on out. And they just really made me feel good. So um, I noticed that for, okay, I hope y'all can't hear that, but there's like a, a motorcycle loud and i'm praying that y'all can hear that but another step for navigating self-worth is make sure that you um have a close-knit group of friends that you feel comfortable around you feel like you can share anything with you feel like y'all are one being like you feel like you just feel comfortable you feel at ease you feel like you can do say anything and they won't judge you they'll just that might joke with you, but it's never with any ill intent at all. And they were really a blessing. And then school wasn't really a problem anymore. It was still a problem because I was afraid to speak and my anxiety. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tired. And my anxiety was really bad. So, yeah. So school was still a little bit of a problem, but only when we did presentations and we're gonna get more into mental illness in another episode and more into um yeah mental illness should just be a separate episode too but um it was really hard for me to be in school when i was dealing with so much at one time and but yeah i'm getting a little bit off topic but Self-worth really made me stand up for myself. It really made me want to advocate for myself. Because beforehand, when I felt so bad about myself, I used to just roll with the punches. <laughs> like, hey, if this person talks about me, but they want to act like they're my friend, I guess we're friends now because I have nothing better to have. I don't have choices. I have to take what I can get and be friends with the people that I can just so that I have people around me that made me feel like, they might actually care about me. When in all actuality, they didn't. But it was good to like live in the facade that I did have somebody. So that when I met Goya, Bartholomew, and Disco, I felt like I actually had. Like when I was with them, I felt like I actually had a group of friends. Like I actually felt like people. Like these are people that genuinely care about me. Like these are, gen- these are people that I could genuinely talk to about anything and everything and that made me feel so good so good but moving on um what are we moving on to we are moving on to oh i still have some more stuff to say about self-worth but it was a very difficult time for me for the people around me because i would lash out at my family stuff like that but it was really just because 
yo, I was bullied bad. And that's why I govern myself in such of a strong way to where the boundaries I have in place, yo, it's going to take a lot of time and work to try and break me down because my self-worth is so high at this point in time. I know what I need. I know what I deserve. And I know what I'm going to get in life. And I will never settle. That's like at Target. Target started to become a problem. So what did I do? I left. Why? Because I know that I'm worth more. I know that I can get more as soon as I need it. A lot of people underestimate themselves and the fact that, oh, I can't do this. I won't be able to achieve this. I don't deserve this. When in all actuality, you do. You deserve to feel the best that you can. You deserve the best job opportunities. You deserve to feel good every day. You deserve to have a group of friends. You deserve to have fun in life. You deserve a good life. No matter how you feel about that, you deserve it. And it's it's so sad that people think that they're less than that they deserve less just because of what other people tell them. And the fact that there's people out there that go out of their way to talk about people is so sad. And like I said, I get why people talk about people. I understand that. But that still does not give you the right to talk about people. I really wish people would do the work the work on themselves that they need to that they need to do in order to just be nice and to be enjoyable and to just be a good person. I can rant about that forever, but it's so sad that people feel like they don't have people to talk to. It's so sad that people feel like they can't talk to their family when and all actuality, those are the people you should be talking to. Those are the people that you should feel comfortable talking to. That's why I emphasize so much about self worth because no matter family, no matter if you're related by blood or not, no matter if you've been friends with this person for years on years on years, you need to understand that if they're making you feel bad about yourself, if they're making you think about whether or not you're worth this or that, drop them. Like, just like that. And I'm so serious because why would you want to be around people that don't des- that that don't deserve you? That don't do anything to make you feel better. That don't do anything to make you feel whole. That don't do anything for you. That's my biggest thing. Why do you want to do that to yourself? And I struggled with that for so long. So I'm able to vocalize it now. But it's so hard to get out the mind frame of, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. When in all actuality, you do. You just have to know it for yourself. You have to vocalize it for yourself. You have to journal it for yourself. And it will come. You just have to wait, be patient, and you'll get it, and you'll get it. And that's my biggest thing. When you know that, when you know who you are, everything will start falling into place perfectly. It might not happen the way you want it to, because life is not all positive. There's going to be negatives. But trust and believe me, when it comes, it comes. And that's what's really most important. That's like, I don't like working on Target anymore, because it's a very toxic work environment. So what did I do? I want to leave. It's like school temporarily. So I like work once every six months and I have a new job now, a great job that I enjoy, a, a job where I know my value and that I know that the work that I'm doing, actually the work that I do now actually matters for people and their families. It matters way more than what I was doing before. It's something that I genuinely love to do. 
of course, nobody likes going to work, but it's stuff that I enjoy doing. It's stuff that brings me joy and it's stuff where I know my worth. Everybody can do what I do. Nobody's like me. I'm my own person. I'm amazing. I'm beautiful. I'm pretty. I'm that bitch. Like, there's no other way for me to say it for real. Like, I am that bitch. And when you know that shit, you will get everything you deserve. You will get it. You just got to wait a little bit. That's all that is. That's all that is. Self-worth is something you need for everything. We're going to touch relationships and then we're going to end this because this is a little bit longer than I usually do. But <laughs> I'm saying usually do when I've only done one other episode. <laughs> Anywho, relationships. When you're in a relationship, here's my, I was talking about this with my coworker. That's my girl. My girl, that's my girl. Um, why do people get in relationships when they feel like they have to check phones? They feel like they have to, they need their partner's passwords. They need their partner's location is different, but you like wake up in the middle of the night, check your partner's phone. You wake up, go through all their messages. Why? You don't gain nothing from that. If anything, it makes you for it makes you feel <laughs> not for it makes you feel more insecure in the long run. It makes you feel terrible about yourself. It makes you feel downright bad about yourself. It literally makes you feel terrible. It really does. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would you want to feel that way? Why would you want to live your life like wearing that? Oh, what if he's doing this? What if she's doing that? What if they're doing this? Like what if they're talking to that person? What if she's messing with this dude? What if he's messing with him or anything like that? Why would you want to have those thoughts? And if you're with a person that makes you feel that way, there either needs to be boundaries set in place or y'all might just have to drop it. Why do you want to be constantly living in fear that your partner is going to be messed with somebody else? That's so strange to me. I would not get into a relationship until because I know my self-worth. I know that I deserve a person that treats me right, that I don't have to second guess, that I know that I can trust, that I know I can, I can have fun with, that I know that I can talk to about anything. That's what I look for in a partner. So if somebody comes up to me and they can't do those things instantly, we have nothing to talk about. We don't need to talk or how my girls say it, parlay. We don't need to do none of that because why are we doing that when it doesn't lead us to anything? That's what doesn't make sense to me. That does not make sense to me at all. Does that make sense to you? I didn't think so. Thank you. Because it's just like, why do you want to put yourself through? Like, it makes no sense to me. When you're with somebody who you feel like is your other half, you should feel complete. You should f not complete. You should feel like you met a person that thinks like you, that enjoys your company, that loves you and that you can trust. That's what you should be looking for. My problem is people date people that they know that are known cheaters or are known to be toxic, that are known to like just be terrible people. And they're known to do that. And yet you still date them. Like, oh, I can fix him. He wouldn't do that to me. I can change him. I'm a different breed. So he'll like me more. I'm a different breed. So he'll treat me like this. 
that is not the case. And you know that. And then people act confused when they do the things that they do. And they treat you bad. Like, you saw it coming. You knew the signs. You saw the red flags. So it's like, why do you sit there and entertain this behavior when you know what's going to happen? That doesn't make sense to me at all. At all. That's why I digress. I digress. Because we're going to get more into relationships, too. So, honestly, to close it off, for self-worth, just really think about the person you want to be and to think about the stuff that you deserve. You don't deserve people that treat you mean. You don't deserve people that are rude to you. You don't deserve people that aren't kind to others. You deserve somebody that is nice, kind, respectful, trustworthy, funny, loving, caring, in all aspects. Whether that's just friendships, relationships, and for jobs, you deserve a job that treats you right, that has good management, that has good pay, that has good economic standings, that, that treats you right. And if you're not getting it now, work the job that you have to and move on to the next one. Not everybody's in a position where they can't just not work. So work where you are right now. Apply to different jobs, apply to different places, and you will get that next job with a higher pay, with a better, with better coworkers, with better managers, and you'll be happier. You just have to know it for yourself that you deserve more and that you are more. This is where I'm going to end it. Um, This has been a fun one. Um, Next episode comes out Monday the, today's the 19th. So 18, 17, the 24th, October 24th. So that's the next episode on my day. So bye. I really hope you learned something from this because I had fun. And yeah.